Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm your host, John McNeil. And today, I want to answer the question, are you being sold health or marketing? Now, the reason I want to bring this up is because I feel like the health and fitness and marketing space are largely intertwined because health and fitness is one of those industries where people want to see the ideal version of themselves. Like, that is the goal of it. Like, that's ideal, generally the goal of marketing. But specifically with fitness, like, you're doing it to hit that end state, similar to like how normal advertising would work. They're showing people being happy using the product, so you're expecting that. So health and fitness is one of the most interesting ways to market, in my opinion, because it's it's kind of hitting that from both directions. The reason you're into health and fitness is because you want to lose weight and get that ideal figure, and now they're showing people with these ideal figures having like a fucking skinny tea or an amino acid supplement, and... I wanted to talk about that a little bit today because most of that stuff is largely unnecessary for the vast majority of people. So in terms of the hierarchy of, of importance in health and fitness, I'd say the two at the top are healthy eating and consistent exercise. From there, you can you know really drill down on, okay, well, I want organic vegetables and grass-fed meat and you know I want to have this specific fancy type of water, like the very basics, like at the top, it's the basics. It's working out consistently and eating healthy consistently. Anything beyond that, in my opinion, is largely marketing. Like I take, I take some supplements, but they're not the sexy ones. I take fish oil because there are studies that show it helps with prevent Alzheimer's. So I'm doing this for 40 years in the future. I'm not doing it because I saw someone on Instagram taking fish oil and they have a six pack. So I should take fish oil to get the six pack. No, it's not like that. And and that's where I want to be clear. There is a role for supplements for certain people. If you're iron deficient, taking an iron supplement could be life changing. Same with magnesium, same with any supplement you're deficient in. If you're deficient in one of the key supplements, like minerals, like you don't get enough vitamin D in your diet, supplementing with vitamin D could be very useful for you. But if you're taking amino acids or a fit tea, anything like that. That's marketing that's being sold to you. Amino acids are largely unnecessary unless maybe you're on a vegan diet. The only studies that actually show benefits from amino acids are if you're in a protein depleted state. So the simpler thing would be to eat more more protein, not spend money on amino acids. Same thing with like a fit tea. Like they, they promise you'll lose weight and do all this stuff. But if you look at the actual program it follows, it's like, oh yeah, drink this and then also starve yourself. It's like, no shit, that's obviously going to work because you're starving yourself, not because of the actual fit tea. And, and that's the key here. That's the main point is realize that you're being marketed to at least 90% of the time in the health and fitness space because 
you really don't need to be sold anything in health and fitness if you're doing it right. Again, like if you're at the top 5%, like if you are a professional bodybuilder, okay, maybe amino acids will make a difference there. But that's only because they're hitting every other important thing. It's not like they're saying, oh, I got to I drank my amino acids, so I'm not going to work out today. I'm, I'm going to stay nice and swole. It's like, no, they're doing all these main pillars. And then in addition, they're doing these other things to get them that extra 0.1% because in the, the actual profession of bodybuilding or any elite athlete in general, it's about minor performance tweaks because they're at such a high level that any minor improvement, like at that point, that's all they can do. It's not like they're playing baseball and they don't know how to field a ground ball. They know how to do that. They're just doing the fancy stuff now at this point that looks cool, like the Derek Jeter throws. Like you don't just, I've used this example before, but you don't just go straight to like doing the throws like Derek Jeter did. You have to learn to field the ground ball first and throw it to first base before you do any of that fancy shit. And it's the same way with health and fitness. Get your exercise routine consistent, have good water intake, eat, Eat whole foods. They don't need to be organic. They don't need to be grass-fed, but work on eating that stuff. If you focus on that, chances are from where you're starting at now, which I imagine is a, a worse place than that, you're going to see great results. And yeah, you could buy some supplements if you really wanted to. If you have extra money to spend, do it. But if you're like me, I just thought each supplement would get me to the next thing. It's like, oh, if I take this stack, this is what's going to get me all the muscle. Or if I take this fat burner, this, that's what's going to get me in shape. And those alone never did. It would be my habits that get me there. I'm not on a fat burner right now, but I'm burning fat. So you don't need a supplement to do that. Like there, that, that's, again, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record. But that's the thing here. It's like, there's so much more you can be doing first before you focus on the supplements that, like I said, 90% of it is just marketing. You don't need a lot of those things. What you really do need is to be consistent with your training and your diet. It doesn't matter how good the fat burner is. If you're over consuming calories, you're not setting yourself up to burn fat. That's not how it works. It doesn't just, you take it and then all of a sudden fat's burning off your body. No, it usually what those do is it may speed up the metabolism slightly uh, and it may help increase or decrease the hunger hormone ghrelin, I believe. So you're ideally less hungry. But for me, it's better my metabolism, so I'd eat more food, so I wouldn't lose weight. But uh, either way, it's a moot point. The main point here is those supplements alone didn't do anything for me because I didn't have my diet in place. I was trying to do that fancy Derek Jeter throw before I even knew how to pick up a ground or field a ground ball and do that basic throw to first. And that's what I want you all to understand is let's get the basics first. Like there's a lot of rocks you can move just by focusing on consistency, not even talking about like specific exercise program, just being consistent with doing some sort of physical activity and not eating like an asshole. Like you don't need to eat perfectly, but prioritize whole foods. Don't eat a whole bag of chips, shit like that. You're going to see great results to begin with. And then, yeah, if you notice like, oh, I'm feeling lethargic and you do a blood test or something like that at your doctor's office and they say you're deficient in something yeah then take that that way if you can afford it then that's a great opportunity to start supplementing with stuff that you actually need but just because you saw something on facebook advertising this testosterone booster or this fat burner or these amino acids or whatever supplement xyz 
most of that is just uh, is unnecessary for you at this point. Like focus on the main things. If you can focus on those, you're going to be in a much better place long term. And then you can look to play around with the supplements. But as someone who enjoys supplements and likes spending money on them, I can tell you how expensive they are and how little of a difference they make in your life when you stop with the exception of maybe like a caffeine supplement, like a pre-workout. I, I can justify that. That's a little different. Giving you the energy to work out is, is the main use of those. So like take those if you need to take some caffeine. That's a useful one. Creatine is one that's useful for most people. And that's super cheap. Same with fish oil, like all the supplements that people can take. And I think should take in general are the cheap ones. Like fish oil is generally pretty cheap. Creatine is very cheap. Like I've, I think I spent $20 on a hundred servings or something like that. So there are supplements you can take that actually do show performance improvements, but they're usually not the ones that are actually marketed because they're not as sexy. So really the key here, if I had to summarize it is focus on your consistency in terms of healthy diet and exercise. If you really have the extra money and feel like you need to take supplements, go get some blood work done by a doctor. See what you're deficient in and target those first. Because if you're deficient in something and you work to get that up to a normal level, you actually may see a major difference in your life. But if just say like you have plenty of, let's say you have plenty of vitamin D in your diet, um, but you supplement with vitamin D because you saw the research and your favorite health and fitness marketer was showing it. But without the blood test and knowing what your current vitamin D level is, if you're not deficient, you don't need to be taking it. If you are deficient and you could actually be overdoing it and increasing your vitamin D level in your blood too much to the point where it could be dangerous. So vitamin D is one of those things that's great for most people. But if you already have enough of it, supplementing it with it is actually a negative thing. So that's really where I'm coming from here is make sure it's personalized to yourself. If you are deficient in something, if there's something you need that benefits you, that's, that's the exception to the rule. But just because you saw whatever fitness influencer peddling skinny tea and they've got a six pack does not mean skinny tea equates to a six pack. So hopefully that clears up some things for you and saves you some money on supplements and, and just a, avoidance of being marketed to by the health and fitness industry. So that's all I have for you guys today. Once again, this has been the Fitness Ethos Podcast, and I'm John McNeil. Thanks again.